This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, Anna. Hi, Andrew. And hey, everybody else. And welcome to our podcast, Scary, scary stories, stories to Tell on the pod. pod. It is a podcast all about scary stories, urban legends, spooky things you tell us about. And this is our second time recording this intro because <laughs> we are still reeling from the effects of two Celsiuses that we've drank. Um, One each, but not that each of us. If both of us individually drank two Celsiuses each. I think we would we would surpass the the spectrum of light and sound. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it would be that scene in Oppenheimer where it's <laughs> a woman's scream in silence. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. I should, that's not a thing to laugh about. I think I was thinking about the scene where um, what's... Oh, the actress, the British actress from Midsommar. No. Oh, um, Florence Pugh. F- uh, yes, Florence Pugh when he's reading uh, Now I'm the Destroyer of Worlds and her oh, breasts yeah. are just out. My aunt Kathy... Oh, did what did Kathy think? Not care for that. <laughs> it's always the first thing that she says when she's still a little bit too far away to hug me. Is she says the the pop culture thing that she's upset about, and it was that Anna. That type of aunt behavior really resonates with me. <laughs> it wasn't with Oppenheimer with the boobs out. The coats aren't what the even hell off. Is that? The coats are not off, and they're saying that they're liberal in a way that feels Fox Newsy. Right, right. Yeah. Whenever someone's like, "Can I ask you a question about?" and I'm like, "Uh oh." Yeah. Hey, what, what? What's up? What's up with? And yeah. You're like, what? What is gender? I'm like, well, okay. <laughs> you're like, I have my coat on. Give me a second. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> are you scared I'm gonna run away? Is this a shoes on or shoes off conversation? Andrew, did anything spooky happen to you lately? I'm really glad you asked that. I'm going to cheat a little bit. I'm going to think um, that anything spooky happened over my holiday season. Over your holiday. That would have been a better way to say it. Um, Because most... Well, you know what? This is more of a... Uh, I don't know. This might be a kind of haunting thing. But um, Chris and I were in the airport security line, and we saw the full gamut of um, throw up happen. We saw a child throw up, and then about three minutes later, we saw an old lady throw up. Oh and to no! Watch, to watch a grandma throw up she, in the JFK security oh, line. No, and to have to use her abs like that. I know. While standing, she's not getting those electrolytes back. She's not. That's you that's, only have a certain amount. That's her new baseline. And she was flanked by her two adult sons. <laughs> oh no! At a trash can. Who the, the adult sons had taken the top of the trash can off 
And that had brought some attention from the TSA who came by and they were like, oh. did you take the top of the trash game off? And they were, they were like, our, our mother is puking her life away. Um, and then they took her, <laughs> they took her into some room. I don't know where they took them. I don't know. The, the old the, lady bar yeah. room. <laughs> OLBR. Yeah. There's, well, there's the, you know, there's the nursing station and then there's the old lady bar room. Yeah. Which is so cunty. <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's really cute in there. It's sponsored by Lorna Dune. <laughs> um, yeah, I would say that was it. Was that was a? It was sort of like um, it felt kind of like a medieval tapestry of like the two, like uh, what what is it? What are the three phases of womanhood? Oh, ma- maiden, mother, crone. Yeah, and the, we we went straight from maiden to crone, yeah. but, but in the barf. Scale. You didn't get to see mother, and that would be, I guess, <laughs> Kesha throwing up at a oh when a mom at the rock up? and bruise. Yeah, oh no, that's nightmare. tough. How about you, Anna? I guess um, so. Sometimes. When you have dogs, mm. you need to give the dog something to occupy their time during a, a time. Occupy dog time. Occupy dog time. <laughs> <laughs> when you perhaps need a second <gasps> to do things. Uh-oh. Mother-father things. Oh, okay, okay. I see. Reading it loud and clear. Al- alone moments <laughs> with an adult couple. <laughs> <laughs> making it sound like we fuck our dog. <laughs> oh, no. no. Um, okay, so we have, we have bully braids. It's a chew that can occupy the dogs. Ladybird no longer has teeth, which is tough. But we have, she's got a couple. I think she's got 10. Okay. So Ladybird gets a ball in a ring that rolls around that has treats in it. Got it. So she can put, great. Um, Lois gets a, a bully braid, which is bull wiener mm-hmm. that's braided with other bull wiener sure and she chews on that and it says those things always say like with it when it's a dog chew they say you should supervise the dog oh just in case they choke but yeah. i'm like grow up no one's doing that <laughs> you know it's like q-tip saying don't put it in your ear it's like why do you think you're i bought you um yeah. it's a rule we all break um so after the time I came out and Lady Bird was like, hey. And then I called for Lois and she, Lois is our young dog who's a floppy puppy. She's mm-hmm. very silly. Normally she like throws her body against the wall and runs whenever, like she doesn't take a lot of stirring to get up. Got it. Yeah. And she didn't respond at all. <gasps> and I was calling for her and she wasn't on the couch or the other couch or in the kitchen. And I was out there for a little bit and I didn't see her anywhere. And I was like, she's dead with that thing in her throat. Oh. She's dead with that thing in her throat. Where is she going to be? And then Jason and I are both tearing around the house and she was under the Christmas tree, chewing on one strand of the braid. She had unbraided it and hidden two of the braids somewhere else in the house and was two separate places and was chewing on the third. Oh my god! So we took it away from her, and then she went to a corner behind a mirror and grabbed it and was chewing on it. Yeah, these sound like lesser known verses of Good King Wenceslas. <laughs> like he unbraided the bull penises and spread them around the castle, and everyone tried to find them, and the dog was chewing one underneath a Christmas tree while the king and queen were having sex in their bedroom. And <laughs> You're like, oh, they said Christmas in there. Okay, I, get, I heard Christmas. <laughs> anyway, TLDR, we thought the dog was dead, but she was simply being really cute. She had her head down and she was wagging her tail really fast. 
that is very scary though. Yeah. It would really mess up uh, physical intimacy. I imagine in the future. Yeah. Well, you need, you need the, the threat of what have I done in order to feel good. <laughs> that's an important, <laughs> that's an important part. Yeah, yeah. We always talk about this on the pod. We do. Which is primarily a sexual health pod. Yeah. And speaking of spect- spectral Spe- health, spectral health, spectral health. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> um, Andrew, I think it's time to dip into the mailbag, which is not something we've ever said oh, before. I love, I love calling it a mailbag. You can send us some, some of your mail at scarystorypod at gmail.com. Um, we get these listener tales, tidbits. I adore reading these. They're really nice. Yeah. Um, this email comes to us from gentle listener Anna. <gasps> oh, nep- God. This is nepotism, I think, <laughs> that I we have the same name. Um, she sent it to us uh, in December of last year. Oh, sorry. Anna. Wow. But that's it was only a few weeks ago. That's, that's a New Year's oh, joke. Oh, last year. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Uh, <laughs> I got gotcha. you. Celsius brain. Um, Celsius. Oh, my God. We're not going to survive. Uh, great. <laughs> and the subject is, have you heard of exploding head syndrome? Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm in. I have not heard it. So I'm excited. Great. First of all, I'm so glad you're back with new episodes. You've helped me smile and laugh during a really hard semester. I'm a teacher, and this is the hardest semester of my career. Oh, Sorry, Anna. Anna I, hope, thanks for I hope this next one is a little better. I hear it's tough. I yeah. hear the, they're a little feral. Yeah, we really messed them up, I they're, guess. They're not good. Yeah. They, they don't like Zoom. I've been, I have all sorts of TikToks about teachers being like, they can't spell rhythm. You're like, yeah, it's, it's <laughs> like, bad. I can't spell rhythm. Calm down. Our, yeah. <laughs> oh, no. When I was listening to your catalog of older episodes last year, you mentioned sleep paralysis a lot, correct? Mm-hmm. And I was curious if you've heard of exploding head syndrome. It's nothing like the name suggests, and it's actually kind of hilarious. Sorry if you mentioned it and I forgot. Sometimes my brain doesn't process things and my memory forgets to take notes. Nope, we've never heard of this. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she says, info here and links to not healthnature.leaf or like... <laughs> spooky ghost dot whatever it's the cleveland clinic wow so you know it's medical they've got a great neurological department they do Mm -hmm. exploding head syndrome ehs is a sleep disorder although it sounds painful you feel no pain scary you hear a loud noise or explosion in your head the sound isn't real or heard by others this is on like a, a a like a medical website. Oh my God. This is a dot org. Did I write this? <laughs> I feel like I could say this in Spanish and I don't <laughs> speak Spanish. Duolingo. <laughs> the sound isn't real or heard by others. It happens as you're falling asleep or when waking up during the night. EHS is harmless and not a sign of another serious health condition. It usually doesn't require treatment. <laughs> little chart with a picture of a bomb, oh. gunshot holes, a thundercloud, and a police siren. Whoa. Explosion. It says, exploding head syndrome is often described as hearing sounds like explosions, gunshots, thunder, other loud noises. The sounds are not real or heard by anyone else, it says in red font. <laughs> this sounds suspicious. This re- It feels like an alien government cover-up yeah. for sure. It's it only happened real. one time to my neighbors after my wife got exploded. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's a perfect cover up. Um, okay. It's a type of sleep disorder. Great. Um, 
the episode typically happens suddenly, either when you're beginning to fall asleep or when you wake up during the night. So when I first saw this, I was like, oh, is that where you like jerk awake? You feel like you're falling down. This is not that. This is where you jerk awake because you hear a loud sound. (sighs) Along with the loud sound, EHS can occur along with flashes of light and muscle jerks. Parentheses, myoclonic jerks. Myoclonic jerks. Okay, that's good to know that. that Feels like something a a puny little twerp would say in a sitcom. Myoclonic jerk. Yeah. You're a myoclonic jerk jerk as he gets like hung by his underwear on the back of a door. (laughs) (laughs) The whole crowd cheers. (laughs) (laughs) Woo! Unlike its painful sounding name, the episode is painless. The episode is painless is something a supervillain says before he saws you in half. The episode is strictly painless. We remove your head and put it in your butt. I can't believe this. Chris, you are nodding. <gasps> what? Give him, give him a mic. Okay. Run down Sally Jesse style. Eat that mic. Eat, oh. uh, it was probably 20. No, hold it closer to you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't do podcasts. No. <laughs> uh, it was 2013. I was on the Long Island Railroad. Uh, <gasps> I had not yet moved to Brooklyn. Andrew and I had just started dating. And I fell asleep, probably somewhere around Rockville Center. <laughs> and then I had that happen. As I was falling asleep, it sounded like a gunshot. <gasps> and I threw my phone in the air, and then it hit me in the lip. <laughs> and I had a puffy lip for about a week. I feel like I told you about this back That's when it right. happened. I remember that. I, I hadn't put together that it was a myoclonic jerk. But the, the weird my- thing is that there was a dream associated with it. Do you what know when, when you're a kid, those rockets that you... You jump on a thing on the ground and it makes a rocket shoot up into the air. Yes. I was dreaming about that. And when I jumped on the thing, it exploded <gasps> in the most horrific, loud way ever. Oh my God. That's I remember that Chris puppy nightmare. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. This is unrelated to the time. I'm sure I've talked about this in the podcast before, but um, my iPad was on Chris's side of the bed. And I don't know. I was trying not to disturb him. So I got up and went around the bed and I picked up my iPad and it slipped out of my hands and it fell vertically onto Chris's face between his eyes and it hit his face. And I was sure that I'd broken the bridge of his nose and I was so horrified. And instead of like shouting out like, ow, or like fuck or any number of things that you think a person would scream when a heavy uh, piece of technology is dropped on the bridge of their nose. Chris made a face like he'd just eaten something really sour. I, I and, ate the microphone. And he went, he went, yeah. <laughs> and then he smiled at me and went back to sleep. Um, anyway. Oh, sweetie. Thank you, Chris. Thank you, Chris. It explode. Oh my God. You exploded your phone up in the air. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry to interrupt you. Um, no, I think we kind of, I mean, the episode is painless. It's a parasomnia, which is an undesired event that happens while sleeping. So that definitely happened to Chris with the iPad. Yeah. It's also called episodic cranial sensory shocks. Oh my God. How common is exploding head syndrome and who gets it? Researchers don't know how many people have had exploding head syndrome. It's more common in females. <gasps> EHS can happen to persons of all ages. Some 16% of college students report it, according to results of one study. How f- how frequent are they? Um, they vary from person to person. Some people have several episodes in a single night. Oh, Ugh. no. Others have episodes several nights in a row, followed by weeks or months without them. Um, researchers don't know what might trigger it. Some people report that feeling stressed or tired might have led to their episodes. So I haven't had this, but I have had something similar when I was extremely sleep deprived where it yeah. sounded like a, a 
deep man's voice was speaking right in my ear. And I was oh, like, ooh, I got to stop writing. God. <laughs> ooh, time to go to bed. Why does our brain do this? I guess it's the only way they have to get us to go to bed. Yeah. Like, you got to go to bed. It's crazy that it would be gunshots. Yeah. That bums me out. Yeah, why wouldn't it be a, a, a man's voice? Or a monkey screaming. Like, something primal. <laughs> Typically lasts less than one second. Doesn't harm your overall health. Okay. Um, oh, and then because it's a Cleveland clinic, it has a section called signs and symptoms. <laughs> signs and symptoms of exploding head syndrome <laughs> include I can't believe that's feeling frightened or anxious after the episode, experiencing a sudden muscle jerk at the time of the episode, having difficulty falling back to sleep, waking up sweating, having a rapid heart rate or trouble breathing. This wow. is so wild. Gentle listener, Anna, I so appreciate you bringing this to our attention. Yeah, thank you. Um, and then she said, it was so vindicating to learn the name and find out other people have the same thing I have. Sometimes I'll randomly jerk my whole body awake just as I'm falling asleep because I'm positive I heard someone break down my front door or make an explosion in my backyard. <gasps> in high school, I definitely heard a bus crash through the living room wall below my bedroom, but it definitely didn't happen in the real world. Turns out I'm just bad at sleeping. Shrug emoji. Thanks again for making funny things and sharing spooky stories. I like you guys. Oh, well, thank you, Anna. So sweet. And so I Googled exploding head syndrome, which led me to the exploding head syndrome subreddit. Oh, my God. And the question of how common is it? They said they didn't know. I can tell you there's 1,616 members in the subreddit. Which That's is a, not. Is that not big for a subreddit? No. That, oh, okay. No. In the wedding planning subreddit, it's like 40 billion. <laughs> the overlap is uncanny. But and it's four online right now. Someone said, my experiences, I've had a couple previous experience over the years to where, well, okay, there's no <laughs> punctuation, it's sort of like an E.E. E. Cummings poem. I've had a couple of previous experiences over the years to where when I was going to sleep, I heard someone say, mother, it sounded right next to my ear that certainly woke me up on other occasions, loud bangs. Once it happened whilst I was smoking a cigarette on the porch, it was so loud, I thought a meteor or something off a plane had hit it, but my family in the other room didn't hear a thing. Oh, so can this also, because I occasionally will fall asleep and I'll hear someone go, Andrew, and then I'll wake oh. up. And, is that? I bet yeah. it is. Yeah. yeah I mean, mother, okay. this this just means you have a gay ghost in your house. <laughs> mother. <yeah>. Mother. <laughs> yes. Fall asleep. <laughs> Queen. It happens every time I see a Parker Posey movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, and this is the spooky tie-in. My father passed away in November and he used to sleep in the room next to mine. The sound of his radio through the wall made me feel safe. Now when trying to get to sleep, the EHS has got a lot worse. Oh. I experience electrical sounds accompanied by sparks and flashes, which abruptly wake me up from near sleep. I've also heard the sound of laughter. It sounded like my brother's laughing, which was weird. That is weird. I'm giving do, it an upvote. Do you have, like, so you said this happened to you once when you were overtired from writing. Yeah. Do you have those, thi like, do you have the spasms when you wake up? Or are there Are there strange like sleep related phenomena that you experience other than sleep paralysis? Yeah. The, I mean like my sleep has been so much more normal in the last few years, aside yeah. from waking up in the middle of the night and looking at Reddit and texting you <laughs> yeah. pictures of ghosts. Never stop. <laughs> I can't, I can't, um, <laughs> but I wish I could. Uh, no, I mean like it's hard to tell if it was a muscle spasm or just me reacting to the sound and being yeah. scared, but I definitely have a, you know what it is? I dream that I am rollerblading in front of my neighbor, Mrs. Krause's house, and that I, f I slip backwards and hit my head on the sidewalk. Oh, my God. Did that ever happen to you, or is that an entirely, like... I mean, she was the house next door, so I yeah. definitely 
rollerblade it past her house, but you don't rollerblade on the sidewalk because there's too many cracks. Can't do it. Get in the street. Especially in Massapequa. How else am I supposed to pretend to be Apollo Ono famed speed skater? (laughs) That is that him? I'm I I think I'm like what I'm interested in about this is it's making me think I can't believe I've never mentioned this in the pod. Maybe I have. And maybe Chris doesn't know this. I have you, you can go to the bathroom. Chris was on his way to the bathroom as I said that and that was unfair for me to tease. But um I have had this thing in two different apartments that I've lived in where if I'm like it's never in the bedroom, but if I'm like on the couch and I'm falling asleep, I will see I will see a momentary blip of a naked bald man walking by a door. No, Andrew. And sometimes, and sometimes it, it's on this couch, and I'll be looking in that door, and I'll see like a head peek out, <gasps> and it's a it's a naked bald man, and it's it is not a terrifying thing. It is a thing that I'm like, oh, I need to go to bed. Like that. That's like just an immediate thing of like, I know that is the case. But that's been in the the Crook Ave apartment and it, in this one. Andrew, how? I forgot to tell you about this. How has this never come up? Anna. Okay. Anna, Jason, everybody. I just, I'm, I just have to, I I can't believe this wasn't my scary thing that happened to me. Um, (laughs) I was staying. So I, I was in New York. I do this Christmas Carol show every year. Um, it was, it was at the Cedar called Ars Nova, which is like on 10th Avenue and 40th and 54th street. So it's kind of out of the way of everything. And I decided to stay in a hotel in Hell's Kitchen, which is hell. Um, and so I was staying at this incredibly overpriced uh, hotel. And um, the Chris, Hudson. Oh, what was it? What was it? Was it a, was it a Hilton? I think it was a oh, Hilton. Oh, was it a Holiday Inn? It was not a Holiday Inn. It was one that I was like, oh, it I, doesn't matter. Jason's yeah. shaking his head. Anyway. <laughs> Anyway, it was it was a it was a very overpriced like touristy hotel okay. right on the edge of Midtown, and um, it was not a spooky hotel by any means. It was like new hotel, everything. And Chris was had met up with some friends and was joining me in the hotel room later, and I had already gone to sleep. And as Chris came in, and as he went to the bathroom, I saw on the couch <gasps> in the hotel room a sleeping twenty-something <gasps> year old man, like he- head in his hand, like this. No. And he had like short dreads. He was a, he was like, I would guess like 25, like fully clothed, not a naked bald man as I am want to see from time to time. And I saw him and he was asleep and I was looking at him so clearly. And I was like, Oh my God, there's someone else in the room. And I was like, this is a friend of Chris's. Like I went through all of the stages in my head of being like, this isn't scary. This doesn't look ghostly. I'm not afraid. I must just not know that there's this person in the room and then Chris opened the door to the bathroom and the light from the bathroom shined and he slowly faded away. And then I just went to sleep. It was not a scary experience. I know it was like a symptom of a tired brain, but it was so clear. Like I knew, and like he was wearing like a jean jacket. He had like a striped um, undershirt on and he was just like very peacefully asleep with his head on his shoulder, like sitting up. Um, that's yeah. like an Ari Aster image. Yeah, it was, it was very, it was very what? surreal. And, and you, I didn't tell Chris this until we left the hotel. Cause I was like, I don't want to screw up this. That's whole. polite. I think yeah. that's a sign of a marriage. that's going to go the distance. You, you wait until you leave the hotel to notify about the, the nice ghost. Yes, but I can't believe I forgot to tell you about that. That do you, and you said that you didn't feel scared at all. It was, it was not a frightening moment at all. 
And it wasn't like, you know, remember the tree that looked like a man in our old yeah, apartment? Yeah. It wasn't like a, tr- it wasn't like the outline of a person. It was like fully. I saw the person sitting there complete detail, like, like a, a, a solid person sitting on the couch. <gasps> and, and you don't feel scared thinking about it. No, I think, I think because that person was also asleep, I, I guess it was like, it was not some people d- when they wake up describe or like sleep paralysis, demons who are standing and like looking right, at them. Right. And this was someone who felt very like unrelated. It was like, we were in the same room, but we're not relating to each other at all. You know, like, yeah, it's like common room in a dorm. Yes. That it felt like, um, Kimmel? if you've ever been in like a hospital, like an ER waiting room, mm. It felt like that. It felt like someone who's like been there a long time and is asleep. And this isn't your space. It's not their space. You're just occupying the space. Together. Or like at an airport, you were going through airports, like yeah. people asleep on their oh, coat or something. That's an interesting point. But yeah, I, the, the, it's, it's so funny that I didn't even think of that. It, that's how not scary it was to me. And I always get confused when people say that they saw a ghost thing and didn't feel scared. Yeah. I, whenever someone like what you just said, when I heard that, I was like, how is it possible? Right. But then I guess it is just this experiential thing where it's not your back, your, the hairs on the back of your neck don't stand up. Yeah. Like I guess, but, and also we've talked about this a lot of the pod that like, (laughs) I sometimes, I feel like I have an evolutionary disadvantage. I'm, I'm very much not a jumpy person. And sometimes when objectively <laughs> scary things are happening that are not supernatural related, like if a person is chasing me being like, I'm going to get you, which has happened before. I <laughs> Once a week. I am, I am thinking some part, of my brain, some part of my brain is like, this isn't really happening. Or like, I must be misunderstanding the situation. <laughs> oh, he has the sidewalk booked right now. Yeah. I got to get out. I'm doing something wrong. Yeah. And so... So getting back to the naked bald man who you see all the time yeah. that has never come up. I, 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 Anna, I cannot believe we have I a have scary stories podcast this. that we're and I've never talked about this naked bald week man. Yeah. for three years where it's been, have, has anything spooky happened to you? And you're like, um, I had a spicy tomato, <laughs> but I've not so why the was naked it sp- bald man? That's right. And he, is he also not scary when you see him or is it different? There are times when it is, it's, it's for me, the only times it's been scary have been when I am sleeping in the apartment alone. And that would be the case in both the Crook Avenue apartment and this one. It it might have something to do. Remember, remember the like nightmare I had about the man in the in the closet upstairs who was kind of like vaguely. Yeah. Um it's kind of like that in a way where it's like I know. There, there is a more established, like, scary trope of like naked bald man. Yeah, you know, um, I think I watched a movie as a kid called The Sentinel, it, which is about a model who moves into an apartment that's the that's like the portal to hell, and then she has to oh, become a nun. Um, and that she sees her father, who was like a pervert, who she walked in on having like a bacchanalian orgy, and he's in hell. And he's like walking around her apartment and he's like a pale, naked, bald old guy. Oh yeah. That's, him. and I'm sure that I'm sure that had some impact on it, but it's not, it's not that figure. It's like a, not, I don't know. It's just, it almost is more like a Ken doll. Like it's like a, it's like a mannequin. It's not, it's not like a living thing. That's like peeking at me. It'll be like, 
if I'm sitting on the couch and I'm watching TV and I'm falling asleep, I'll like see the head like poke out from the bedroom Ugh. and then poke back in. But in the Crook Avenue apartment, I would, if I was in my bedroom with the door open to the living room, sometimes at night, if I was reading, bless you, as I was reading, and Chris knows I fall asleep reading in a very weird way where the book is still open and I'm like, I look like oh, I know <laughs> I look like I'm a person acting as though I'm asleep reading a book. What a house of horrors <laughs> you two live in. <laughs> but as I'm falling asleep, I would see like kind of a, fi- a figure like walk by uh, and it's not, it's also, there's really nothing erotic about it. It's not like a sexy naked bald man. It's just like, this is a human. It's uh, it's the, um, what's it called? Uh, the Da Vinci thing, except he's bald. Vitruvian man. The Vitruvian man. Yeah. That's so kind, kind of, of cut. Like. Kind of cut, but not not like tall. Okay. Yeah. Short king. Short king. <laughs> Short king. Naked bald. And Andrew, you did sort of like a herky jerky spooky man. Yeah, it's kind of like that. He's oh. he's not moving. It's I, I guess I guess as I'm saying it is it is like a mannequin. It's kind of like a doll like figure. And it's not, it is not scary to me, except sometimes like when Chris is out of town, if I'm falling asleep on the couch and I see that it, it peeks out, I, if when I go to bed, I close the door and sometimes peeks I'm, out. Yeah. But it peeking is the scariest thing a ghost can do. Can we all agree? Can I, can I show, I mean, this is, this is yeah, podcast or a visual platform, um, I'll but describe. I'll show you. Yeah. Okay. So I will show you what it feels like. Okay. Andrew's getting up. He's walking over to the doorway to his bedroom. He's hiding behind the wall. He's now not visible. Oh! <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> he just, he he hinged to the side and diagonally appeared from behind the wall, held still, and then walked uh, sort of like a doll man, like a wooden soldier into the bathroom. <laughs> wooden soldier is, yeah. The, it, yeah, there's that like March of the Wooden Soldiers movie. I guess that would be how they kind of move. It reminded me of the part of it, to where the old lady <gasps> kind of walks creep, creepily yes, past yes. the doorway. Where it's kind of silly. It's kind of silly. That but is, it's and that scary is that, that she's doing it. Right. But it's not, I want to clarify, it's not like a rotten naked body. It's not like a wrinkled naked body. It, it, it doesn't look like a, it doesn't look like an organic thing. Yeah. Like vegan weightlifter in his fifties. <laughs> where it's like, yes. good job. I'm so sorry to hijack this. Because no, exploding it. head syndrome was amazing. I this I'm so glad we got here. I re- this is so weird that we've done two hundred and something episodes of this <laughs> podcast, and really, it never even occurred to me to talk about this. That's crazy. I get like I would have called every person I've ever met <laughs> to say, "Ah, he's back." <laughs> I think maybe an element of it because we we do t- talk so much about sleep paralysis and like there are so many stories about it that I think in my head it like wasn't as interesting as like something is sitting on my chest and it has a hat, you know, like there's a naked bald man in your house who lives here. Yeah, but it's not like staring at me. It it the thing that it has in common with the man on the couch it doesn't feel like it has anything to do with me. You know what I mean? You are amazing at not taking things personally. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I do think my gra- I, my grandma like had such a happy life. And one of the things that she said is she was like, I just, I just try to think that no one is, no one's, no one does anything to hurt me. Like that. She's like, that's how I look at the, which I know in itself is a form of privilege and everything, but like, well, that's amazing. But yeah, but I guess in this, in this respect, I don't, it doesn't even feel like I'm making a decision 
to be like, what does this mean? I'm just going to ignore it. It's kind of like you're in different realities. Yes. Yeah. Which I hear people talk about supernatural experiences. I think I sent you that video of there's, there was like a, um, a, a British like ghost show about a woman who has from the time she was a child seen this figure who's like an older woman around the house and like she sees it as though it is like a living person in space with her and that she's like gone to all these psychological evaluations and people are like, you don't, you don't have schizophrenia. Like everything is totally fine. You're just, your brain is creating this person in space with you. And, and that she's like, I know they're not there for free. (laughs) (laughs) Zero. No, the free 99. It's like a Nutrigrain bar. Yeah. You get it for free. Yeah. Wow. That, I mean, like, it, it reminds me, I just read this book by a hospice nurse. Oh, it's wow. called The In-Between. It's pretty great. I highly recommend the audiobook. She's a sweet, like, North Carolina oh, accent. I love that. Um, you know when you can hear that someone's short? It's just, it's great. <laughs> yeah, but so she, It's about, like, how every dying person, like, or not every, but, like, somewhere around 50% of dying people will see deceased relatives. Wow. Um, who are like there and hanging out with them and talking with them and like ready to lead them somewhere. And that when she first became a hospice nurse, she was like, Oh boy. Okay. They're hallucinating. What do we do? And that all the seasoned hospice nurses were like, no, no, that's the thing that happened. And then she went to the, her supervising doctor who also confirmed like, yeah, it's just a thing that they all see it. And we kind of, and she was like, so what is that? And they're like, Oh, I don't know. I don't know. It just is a thing that happens. Wow. (laughs) I guess it's angels. I don't know. Yeah. That, but it's like you're talking about where it's like they are transitioning between here and somewhere else. Right. And they know more about where they're going than we do. So, like, we're just going to take a look at their blood oxygen level, I guess. And I feel so. I, TikTok really stirs me up a lot of hospice nurses. Oh, um, send them. Yeah, I don't know what that means. But I really enjoy. I, I'll send them along. I really do enjoy. Or I don't enjoy it. I think it, it, I like having some exposure therapy to what I imagine what like a thing that everyone fears, whether it's, yeah. you know, their loved ones or themselves or, um, and that one of the ones that was so interesting is like a phenomenon where people wait to die till mm-hmm. they talk to someone or like getting a phone call from someone. Yeah. And that then there are other people, it tends to be if someone is very social, they very often wait to die until there are people around and people who are more private wait to die until, until people someone leaves. leave. Yeah. 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 This book covers that too. So that she, she was like, I know a lot of extremely experienced medical professionals who all have kind of a shrug. I'm not sure, but they all like, there's no medical term for it, but it's clear that people have some kind of control over when they die. Yeah. Um, yeah. So many stories like that. Right. And like, couples like elderly couples where one dies and the other like nothing there is no explanation as to why the other person dies a few days later and then it's not necessarily out of grief or anything like that but it just is sort of like like i'm gonna go yeah it's time i'm gonna irish goodbye yeah that yeah i i the book taught me that you can become a hospice volunteer oh wow but like it's this indeterminate amount of time and people kind of like the loved one needs to like go to the the doctor right. or work or whatever. And you can just sit in the room with them. That's a really nice, I mean, like I, I'm interested in this book. Yeah. I, 
Also, I guess this is just a part of the thought process you have when you're in your mid-30s and you start to think about those things. (laughs) I've seen what people my age look like, and they're old. That what y'all look like? That what y'all look like. Yeah. And that means that something about me, I'm not sure what, but yeah, it's happening. It's all working. Wow. What a... What what a what a roller coaster of emotions we felt today! All from exploding head syndrome. All from exploding. I cannot believe it is called exploding head syndrome. Syndrome. I thought we were. I thought we were going full scanners. No. I I really thought I was like, is this? Do I am I not aware that like one in four billion people their heads blow up on an airplane? Like, <laughs> I I know. Listen, <laughs> I'm so glad no one got sucked out of that Alaskan Airlines flight but his shirt flew off but a chair got sucked out <laughs> thank good you know if i was on that flight i'd be in that chair there was an empty chair that there flew was an out? empty chair that flew out no person on the chair i watched this tiktok about an uh hawaiian air flight where the roof of the plane came off no and everybody survived except for one flight attendant who was doing drink service and she got sucked out and her body was never recovered and she went right to heaven <laughs> Wait, that's right. Wait, Jason's aunt told me that this is why she doesn't go on airplanes. What? She said, I'd love to come to your wedding, but there was this Hawaiian air stewardess in 1988. who flew out of a plane, and that's why I don't go on planes. I, I was like, a, they fixed it. I love... It never even occurred to me that she got sucked straight to heaven. That's very comforting. She ascended. It's Jesus and her. <laughs> and I, also, who else? Mary? Yeah, Mary did it too. Yeah. But she wasn't on that Hawaiian airline. She was not. <laughs> Don't. That has been wildly misreported no. that the Virgin Mary was on the Air Hawaii um, from Maui to the Big Island. My God. Um, but I don't know. I guess to me, imagine being the person who was like, I'll have a ginger ale. And then your, your flight attendant gets sucked out up to heaven. Yeah, you're going to have real aversion to ginger ale in the future. Yeah, like it's I all can't. tomato juice. When I order that, it's all... Bad. I, I so I watched that TikTok and my and my mom was a Pan Am flight attendant. That's right. And which means she's hot. And tall. That yeah. was what well, I think maybe maybe I've said this before, but when there was that sexy show Pan Am. Yeah. And there was like a very like steamy trailer. And I showed it to my mom and I was like, is that what it was like? And she said, No, all those girls are too short. Which I thought was very <laughs> you had to be at least like five nine, I think, because you were required to like lift the bags up. That's amazing, because I was a background actress on Pan Am. That's right. And you couldn't be taller than five three. I think that is so hilarious. I don't know why. Um, but but I did ask my mom because that the the air that really just caught my imagination for how horrible. Yeah. And I was like, were you ever worried that that would happen? And she was like, I only worried about it my last flight. That she was like, when I was like, I'm going to do my very last flight. That she was like, what if this is the day I get sucked out of the plane? One last job. (laughs) One last job. (laughs) Oh, God. I can't believe you have had a naked bald ghost in your house this whole time. Yeah. Uh, I'm so thrilled to to know about it. Thanks for sharing. I thank you for allowing me. How I can't, we've been doing this for so long. How weird that I didn't think to share it. Well, I told you about it in Brooklyn. Remember? You didn't know, but he didn't know he was here. Yeah, that's true. That uh, he didn't. He make it the, follows. Did I you? never mentioned the like peek out thing? Oh wow, I'm sorry. Chris looks genuinely unhappy. It's not a ghost. I I really feel strongly that it's not a ghost. It's worse if it's not a ghost. <laughs> it's some sort of demonic entity yeah. that wants us to suffer. Yeah. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> well. Well. Get, get out. out. <laughs> Thank you.
Hi, Anna. Hi, Andrew. And hey, everybody else. And welcome to our podcast. Scary, scary Stories, Stories to, to Tell on the pod. pod. It is a podcast about scary stories, urban legends, spooky things you tell us about. And it's hosted by two fit, strength training, ripped, ripped him, himbies. Him, her, him. Thembies. Them, rip, <laughs> shit. <laughs> Shall we start over? Well... <laughs> Yeah, this will be a promo. What did I say? <laughs> him I, shit. Him shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll start over. We'll okay. start over. 